Welcome everyone to Wednesday with the Word. We are back. This is the midweek motivational message brought to you by the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, thanking you for joining us on today. Wednesday with the Word family, after an unscheduled hiatus of about three weeks, the, the Traveling Pulpit, Wednesday with the Word, we are back online and I am so thankful for it. Traveling Pulpit family, during that time, I began to look at the situation we were in, the things that we were going through and the trials that we were facing. And I want to talk a little bit about James today. You know, James is the half brother of Jesus and the book that bears his name in the first part of the scripture. He tells us something. He tells us to count it all joy. Count it all joy. What are we counting all joy, James? We're counting all joy when we meet trials of various kinds. Now, for some, when we meet trials of various kinds, that ain't nothing to be joyful about. Going through a trial is not something that you can be joyful in. But guess what? If you are in the Lord Jesus Christ, though the trial may be something that is pressing down upon you, you can still have joy even while you're in the trial. Why? Because you are in Christ and Christ is in you. During the three-week hiatus, my family and I going through this trial, it shook my foundation. It did. It did not break my foundation. It did not even crack my foundation. It just shook my foundation. But once I found myself, I found myself in the Lord. I came face to face with myself and I said, Lord, I follow you. No matter what happens in this world, I follow you. I can see why some people walk away from the faith. I can see why some people give up on believing. It's because they are believing in the natural. When Christ is not in the natural. He's in the supernatural. But so many people are so laden to the natural, they cannot give themselves the thought or belief about the supernatural. There are things that happen in this world that we can't explain, but we know it has an explanation. We know that God provides that he provides for his children. We know these things, yet and still some things cannot be explained because those are the mysteries of God. Those are the things that we will understand on a later time, but not this time. And James is bringing that to our attention. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Because meeting trials of various kinds does something to us. It produces steadfastness. Only the faithful of God will know that steadfastness is something that you just cannot buy from Walmart. It's nothing you get from Kroger's. It has to be given to you from God Almighty himself. It is a preparation, steadfastness is. What it is, it's it's a place where you will not change your stance. 
once you've made your mind up. We get that from Jesus because Jesus made his mind up to serve his father. He made his mind up to introduce us to his father. And he made his mind up to die for us so that his father's house could be full with us. So steadfastness produces perfect and complete faith so that we will lack in nothing. But we will get stronger with every test. That's what James is telling us. Being immovable, standing in a fixed place. Steadfastness helps us to grow. Kind of like a tree. Kind of like a kind of like a palm tree. You ever seen a palm tree in a hurricane where it's so deeply rooted? It's in that place that it is immovable to that wind. The wind will blow this way. The wind will blow that way. And the palm tree will not become uprooted. It will remain in that place. Kind of like the man who built his house on the rock and the man who built his house on the sand. When the waters came, the sand was movable. The rock was immovable. When you make your profession of faith public, you are making yourself immovable. Whereas someone who does not make a public profession of faith, when a trial comes or something tragic happens, they have nowhere to turn and they have no one to turn to. But this is why we're back uh, Wednesday with the word family. I'm about to say traveling pulpit family. But this is why we are back Wednesday with the word family to bring to those the knowledge of Christ, the introduction of Christ, to let them know that there is someone they can turn to in their times of trouble. This is why James tells us, if any of us lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. You see, when you ask for something, you will receive it. That public profession of faith is asking the Lord Jesus to come into your life, to be your savior, to be your Lord, to be your king. You become subservient to him. You become a follower of his. You will become a disciple of his. You will become a Christian. A little Christ in the world. That's what Christian means. Little Christ. God will give it to you generously without reproach. Meaning he will not disapprove you. He will not rebuke you. He will not send you away. He will accept you. He will receive you. Why? Because he is a loving God and he can be found. Right now, he can be found. He wants to be found. He wants to know that, that you want him in your life because on, the only way is to invite him in and he will come. The door to your heart, Wednesday with the word family, has the knob on the inside where only you can open it, but it does not have the knob on the outside because he cannot open it 
if you're not welcoming him in. It's the only way. And lastly, James wants us to know that when we ask God for something, we must ask in faith with no doubting because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. When we go to the Lord and we ask him for something, what we're asking him for is what he will give us. It may not come in the time you want it to come in. It may not come in the way you asked him for it, but it will come. Certain people will will ask for a million dollars. They expect the million dollars to be given to them that moment they ask for it. What God will do is he will purpose for that person to go and work for it. And that person, like, wait a minute, Lord, I no, wait, I didn't want I didn't mean that. Well, you want a million dollars, don't you? You gotta go work for it. It's the only way you're going to get a million dollars. But guess what? I'm giving you a million dollars. It's what you asked for. This is why it is purposeful that you bring your request to God with the pinpoint accuracy of what you're asking for. Because he will give it. It may not be in the form in which you think it should be given but ask and he will receive seek and you will be and you will find knock and the door will be open to you why because he wants that relationship with you i'm telling you wednesday with the word family this podcast is all about relationship so much so i got to give a special shout out before i leave to my brother harold levitt in st louis missouri who we over time have have built this relationship to where we call each other and we talk to each other. And and I relayed to him some things that I was going through while we were in the three-week hiatus. And now that it's over, we're praising the Lord together. Because something while I was going through identified with something that he had gone through and he was able to minister to me, to me, how to get through it. And you know what, Wednesday with the Word family? That's what it's all about. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to minister to one another. We're supposed to be each other's keeper. We're supposed to be watching out for each other. That's what it's all about. Wednesday with the Word family, that's all I have for today. I'm just very thankful to be back online. I'm very thankful to be able to uh, share this, this message with you. Uh, I'm just grateful that what we have gone through, are going through, we're not alone. The Lord is with us. And he does not want any of us, believer or non-believer, to suffer. Because Christ died for the believer, he also died for the non-believer, and he does not want any of us to suffer. But he does want us to come to him. 
I cannot stress that enough. He does want us to come to him. There are some believers who are in doubt right now because of the way things are in the world. There are some non-believers who are giving thought to becoming believers because of the way that things are going on in the world. Well, Wednesday with the word family, we are here. We're here to receive you. We're here to connect with you. We're here to love you. That's all we're here for. I know in past messages, I've been kind of brash and cold and hard hearted. But you know what? Alpha males have feelings, too. Yes, we do. We have feelings, too. And so I'm extending my feelings out to you. And I pray and hope that you will do the same for me. I pray and hope that you will share this message with someone. And I pray and hope that you will give your life to Christ. It's the only way. It's the only way. But until Saturday in the traveling pulpit, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, saying thank you. Looking forward to um, doing this many, 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 many more times because now that we're back online, now that we've come through this ordeal, let's praise the Lord together. Let's be thankful for what he has done. Let us go into the house of Thanksgiving and let us all give thanks to the Lord. Bye for now.